feeling like a better American. You will leave feeling a message of hope full of inspiration. So don't you ever tell me that you can't make a difference. Because you can't. When you build an organization that's funded with grassroots warrior, when you put financial skin in the game, your commitment to this, we are able to do magical things. Because we're competing with the establishment. We're competing with these self-funders. And they're going to be showing a lot of money, but I'll take your boots on the ground any day of the week. Good evening, my fellow Michiganders. Good evening, my fellow Americans. My goodness gracious, I do not even know why we have to talk about this hot garbage tonight. My goodness, it's it's amazing that we still just continue to be involved in this horrific, unbelievable, horrible clown show. And it just seems like there's a bunch of crazies that checked into the building and all common sense has literally been thrown right out the window, thrown right out the door. It doesn't even exist anymore with some of these administrators and this kind of grooming that they're trying to do with our children. And that is just uh, unbelievable. And it's happening statewide. And I'm telling you what, if we do not hammer down this November and have a red tsunami, which we all believe that's going to happen, so get your boat, um, this is what's going to be coming to Michigan. So we have to make sure that we're spreading this information, we're, we're sharing this information, we're, we're telling people to vote no on Proposal 3, which next week I will be having Christina Caromo on, all right, next week on this show, Sunday at 6.30. She will be coming on to not only talk about her race, but also on why we need to vote no on Proposal 3, folks. If we do not do this, if we do not get people to vote no on this, we are going to be the most extreme, extreme state. And not only the union, but I think the most extreme state in the world with abortion. It's unbelievable how they're trying to use cloak and dagger to get this on the ballot to fool people to say, oh, this is all about reproductive rights. No, folks, this is about murder. Murder. That's what this is. And so I'm excited to have Christina on next Sunday at 630. So mark your calendars and make sure that you're getting on. We're going to be talking about the, the Proposal 3 and also her race, um, which is important. And also what's going on is there is a lot of fantastic people running for school board. And so it's your responsibility to find out who's running for school boards in your local areas, in your local schools, and supporting the people who are against these mass mandates, who are against these lockdowns, who are against this grooming of our children. These are the questions you need to ask these folks. And we have to get behind these folks, these brave folks, because the power of one can lead to the power of many, these folks that are running for school board. My goodness gracious, there is amazing people standing up and putting themselves out there. So we must get behind them and support them every step of the way. That's our job, folks. So let's get right to this hot garbage. And tonight's hot garbage has a lot. It's steamy hot. So let's talk about New Jersey. Um, New Jersey schools must teach middle schoolers about anal sex, pregnancy options, or risk disciplinary disciplinary actions. So they're, they're threatening the teachers. If you don't teach this, you're going to get disciplined. 
New statewide sex ed standards in New Jersey teach students as young as 13 years old about anal sex and their pregnancy options in school districts that failed to comply could face discipline action or even a loss of funding. See how they hold that over these schools? That's why they all fell right in line, hook, line, and sinker with the mass mandates and everything else that this horrific governor did to all of us. The standards were adopted by New Jersey Board of Education in June 2020, and schools are required to implement them beginning this month. Amid concern from parents and school districts, yeah, I bet. The State Department of Education has warned that schools who fail to implement the new standards may face discipline. My goodness gracious. The state standards describe what students should learn by each grade level, and it's up to the districts to design a curriculum to adhere to the standards. Isn't that funny? It's up to the districts. How about it's up to the parents? How about you don't even teach my kid any of this garbage, right? Because teachers, guess what? You're not therapists. You're not licensed counselors. You're teachers. So teach math, teach science, teach English. That's what you should do. Teach foreign language. You do not get to teach my kid about this hot garbage. This is up to the parents. And if the kids and the parents and the school counselor want to sit down, okay, fine. I can live with that. But teachers, and I'm sure most of the teachers out here don't want to be involved in any of this hot garbage. They just want to get back to work and teach the basics. But the ones that continue to fuel this and the teachers unions who continue to fuel this, it's unbelievable. By eighth grade, according to the New Jersey standards, students should describe pregnancy testing, the signs of pregnancy, and pregnancy options, including parenting, abortion, and adoption, and divine, vaginal, oral, and anal sex. My goodness gracious, the the stuff that they're trying to pull. Do you imagine if we tried to keep – imagine this. Let's say we just start trying to baptize all these kids. Without parent consent. What do you think the progressive leftists would think about that? What do you think if we just went to school and we just start baptizing all these kids and we wouldn't say, hey, you don't need to tell your parents and we just start? What do you think the meltdown would be? It would be anarchy. The leftist media, the corporate media, the social media, it would just melt down. That's in essence what they're doing right now is they're overstepping their boundaries. They're keeping parents out of it not telling parents that their kids want to be called pronoun or this pronoun. Hey, look, you know, I have nothing. And I said this time and time again against the LGBTQ community. I have family members. I have loved ones. I support them. I love my family members. However, you have no right to be teaching this garbage in our school systems. And here is a young gentleman who is gay, who is the uncle of the kids that go to the school. He stood up at a school board meeting and my goodness gracious, I would love to meet this guy because he dropped the mic. Wait till you listen to what he had to say. It is epic. Here we go. My name is Mario Presents and I'm here as a representative from Gays Against Groomers Coalition with over 250,000 followers across social media and as the uncle of two students in your district. It has come to our attention that the district intends to teach transgenderism to children under the age of 10 without parental consent. If I were to teach your child about my sexuality without your consent or involvement, I'd be arrested. But when the school district does it, it's education. Districts are teaching transgenderism when they should be teaching science, math, and language. Instead, teachers are hiding student pronouns from their parents under the guise of gender affirmation. Can you imagine the uproar if schools were evangelizing or baptizing children without parental consent? Isn't that sort of what you're doing? 
You don't tuck these children in at night. You don't teach them to stand up to bullies. You don't pay their medical bills. And you certainly don't hold their hands in the hospital. These parents do. Simple truths based in science need to be upheld for our society to flourish. The gross indoctrination we're seeing is creating a lifetime of medication and hormones because you can't simply pause puberty. Men cannot become women, and sex chromosomes are encoded into the fabric of our DNA. Simply affirming a teenager's gender is akin to affirming anorexia. Both are body dysmorphic disorders, yet we don't teach the starving teenagers how to binge and purge or affirm that they are indeed overweight. However, school districts, including yours, seem to have no issue secretly teaching girls that they can be boys because they feel uncomfortable in their bodies. A grown adult woman can't get a hysterectomy without extensive medical forms and doctor's visits. But Dr. Safir over the hill in Sherman Oaks is willing to do top and bottom surgery, sterilizing children for life. Parents must be a part of the education process when teaching sexuality to students, and it definitely doesn't need to happen under the age of 10 years old. Mike, drop to that uncle. My goodness gracious. And that's exactly what you folks need to do at your local school boards. You do it with constructive criticism. You do it with power. You don't use violence. You don't you just go there. You state your facts. You stand up for your children, your grandchildren, your community. And you go to these school boards and you hold them accountable. And if those school board members aren't representing you, you know what to do. You replace them with great people who are running in your district. And it's up to you to find out all of that. That guy said it perfectly. Just mic drop situation. So we talked about New Jersey. Let's talk about a state that is our neighbor, Ohio. Ohio with these woke NEA badges. And obviously the parents are very concerned with this. And it says the largest teachers union reportedly given Ohio educators resources to promote sexually explicit material. Okay, the National Education Association is reportedly equipping teachers in Ohio with QR code badges that direct students to how-to guides promoting non-binary gender identities, queer sex, and the idea that transgender men can become pregnant, among other things. So they're wearing these badges around. And it says, according to local news reporting, the National Education Association and its local affiliate in Hillard, Hillard, Ohio, have been providing the staff in Hillard City School District with the QCAR code badges, which points to the NEA LGBTQ caucus website, where they have all this information information. And this is what's funny. So these teachers wear this and it tells these students like, hey, I'm the safe one to come to. So you're already discriminating against the teachers who don't want to wear this hot garbage. So you're already creating more division in your school districts. You're already committing more division in our state, more division in our country. And they're always saying, we're about love. We're about unity. Hot garbage. They are about pushing a narrative. They are about destroying our country, right? That is what they are about. And they continue just to poke the bear in all of us, don't they? They continue just to do these things. And folks, there's going to be a point in time where people are going to have enough. They truly are. And they've been poking the bear for almost three years now to all of us. And a lot of folks are getting extremely upset. And so my goodness gracious, we do this the right way right now with November with getting the right representation 
in the office that's going to represent all of us. That's the most important thing that we have to stand up for and continue to do. Because I have told you all this time and time again that don't you think that our governor doesn't have her eyes on the White House? Article just came out today, Yahoo News. The seven Democrats most likely to run for president if Biden bows out. Kamala, Pete Buttigieg, Newsom, Elizabeth Warren, feel the burn Bernie Sanders, AOC, God help us all, and Governor Whitmer. The top seven Democrats, I predicted that over a year and a half ago. She has her eyes on the White House, folks. And so let's watch a little clip from Fox News about these NEA badges and the lawyer and the mom that's standing up because this is very important for you guys to understand and know what's going on with this garbage. Here we go. Hey, badges. I think for anybody who just heard that, it's kind of a, oh my gosh moment. But take a look at this. The superintendent responded to the backlash, stating, quote, the QR code on the back of the badge is not there to be shared with students. Rather, it is provided to adults by the NEA should they be interested in learning more about LGBTQ plus issues and supporting LGBTQ plus students. Any teacher who chooses to wear one of the badges clearly understood that the resources at the link were intended for adults, not students. But guys, this is a photo. Actually, Lisa, you have shared these photos with us of a student wearing that badge. And then we've got another student who's also supporting this type of material. Let's listen to this and we're going to talk about it on the other side. Just let these teachers wear a badge that shows my fellow peers that we aren't alone. Wearing something that indicates their students are safe. I'm not going to go to a teacher that I don't know or that doesn't have an I'm here badge. We deserve to know that when a teacher wears this badge right here, that we can go to them for anything. And no, it's not pedophilia. I don't know who said that, but that's kind of idiotic. Thanks. Lisa, I'm going to start with you. What was your reaction when you found out this was going on at your son's school. Well, thanks for having me. Um, it's not just my son's school, it's every school in the district, and we are the largest district in the state. Uh, my reaction is I'm horrified. Uh, these badges imply that any teacher not wearing the badge is not safe. It also implies that the teachers wearing the badges are somehow um, licensed to speak to our children about sexual identity and that just is not acceptable aside from the fact that these kids are already vulnerable it opens the door to any bad actors that might want to take advantage of our children and the qr code does go to some very inappropriate material that even for a teacher they would not be able to utilize that in the classroom and as you saw students do have access to the qr code Right. You have proof of that. You shared proof of that with us. Omar, I want to go to what the superintendent, Dave Stewart, said in response to that backlash. He basically said that he embraces the inclusive nature of the message. How is this inclusive? And is he saying he supports what can be seen on that QR code? Yeah, the superintendent has been all over the place about these badges because initially he said, well, it's not me. It has nothing to do with us. It's the teachers union. Now he's saying that the badges are a good thing. Uh, the reality is we went to the superintendent and the board and said, look, 
you can reprint these badges for almost nothing without the back, without the QR code. If the goal is not to distribute the QR code to students, just remove it. And another thing on the back, it also says safe person, which is another divisive element of the QR code, because now you're going through the teachers and saying, you know, are you safe or are you unsafe? Are you a friend of the teachers union or are you, a, you know, an enemy of their, you know, agenda based on whether or not you choose to wear the badge? He's exactly right. So they are creating more and more division. Folks, that's why it's so important with these school board elections that are coming up that you get the right folks in the office. That's how we not hold the line anymore. We're done with that. We're taking back lost ground. And that's what you have to do in your local communities is get behind these school board members and take down the bad actors and at bad actresses. And then get on there and then you have control over the superintendents on who you hire. If you can get rid of them, it's up to the school boards. That's where the power comes from the people every single time. So you have to stand up. You can't just sit on the wayside and sit on the bleachers and say, oh, somebody else will take care of it. That's what's gotten us into this mess because all of us were falling asleep on the watch. We said that time and time again in the bleachers, on the sidelines. You know, I'm just too busy in life. Look, look what's happening. My goodness gracious, if you would have came to me 10 years ago, five years ago, and say, this is what's going to happen in our schools, and this is what the teachers are going to try to promote, I would have laughed you right out of the room. I'd say, there's no way that would ever happen. The parents wouldn't allow it. The school boards wouldn't allow it. Oh, my gosh, the public schools wouldn't allow it. And here we are getting this stuff shoved down our throat like our mouths are on an open fire hydrant. And so that is why it's so important to get out and vote in your local school boards, in your local elections, my goodness gracious, state reps, the governor, secretary of state, attorney general, we have to get out and vote. And of course, vote no on proposal three, which is huge. So I'm going to spend a lot of my energy this week with my videos and my content um, to really put it out there to educate people on what's going on. And of course, I'm going to tear up Whitmer this entire week with all the garbage that she's been saying about abortion. And here's the thing, folks, and this is what you tell your friends. If they are pro-choice, you need to describe to them what this proposal, the three of them, proposal three is and what it's going to do, because they should be very concerned what's in this. It's not about reproductive rights. It's about murder. It's about having abortions up till birth and so much more garbage in there. It's about keeping it away from parents. That should scare the heck out of anyone that is an American that's not on the progressive left side. So that's your job to educate these folks. And so that's why it's critical to tune in next Sunday at 630 to the Hot Garbage Podcast with me and Christina Caromo as we talk about Proposal 3 and we talk about her race. Okay, so I want to update you with that. Continue to be activated, continue to be engaged, and I will continue to do what I do best is inspire and motivate you to stand up and push back against this hot garbage. Until next week, folks, I'll see you then. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan and God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye bye.